G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. We're excited to have Darren from We Are Messengers joining us on the phone today. Cheers, lad. How have you been? Like, what craziness we have seen in the world since we last spoke mm. to you, you know. Yeah. You haven't been able to tour and you're sort of in shutdown. So how's it been for you? It's been, like, it's been so awful, so awesome, uh, so horrible and so beautiful all at the same time. Um, dude, first two weeks, I did not know what to do with myself. Like, I didn't know how to talk to my wife. We were arguing every day, killing each other. And I thought, this is going to be this is going to be the end of us because I've never been home that long, all day long, every day for yeah. weeks. Yeah. And, uh, but but about, about two or three weeks into it, it just turned. And I've learned how to really enjoy just being with my family again. Mm-hmm. And I've learned how to love the little things that they do. Like, we, like seeing my kids get excited about a little piece of artwork or a TV show, things that I've missed all these years. So it's been super cool. Uh, and it's been hard in terms of, you know, there's a lot of families rely on us and mm. we're doing our best to continue to take care of everyone, but it's getting really tough now getting mm. this far into the year. Um, mm. So a lot of stress, a lot of worry, but I'll tell you this, this is, you know what I'm like. Yeah. I thought I would get super close to God in this season. I thought, God's going to bring this time of rest and reset. And I actually haven't. Like, I haven't. And I've tried to, you know, I've tried to read and I've tried to pray. And I think, I think God's just telling me you're just replacing doing other stuff with doing some prayer stuff and some reading stuff. I think I haven't been able to switch off enough just to chill with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, that, so that's what I'm trying to do this week is just forget about me and stress and worry. And remember that he's always going to prove himself good. I just have to persevere long enough. Yeah, mm. that's right. So true. It's really important, I guess, that you're able to identify that, isn't it? Because oftentimes, yeah, we can think, well, if we just tick all these boxes, everything yeah. will be good or you know, God will love us or he'll be, you know, we'll be in good relationship with him. But it's not about ticking boxes, is it? It's about, as you say, just actually stopping and being able to have intimate time with him, you know, have a, have a conversation with God. Yeah. It- and you have to stop. Like, I, cause it's funny, I always tell my kids, lads, don't read the Bible just because I tell you to read the Bible. You have to learn to love what it says and love who he is. <laughs> and then it's funny, I can't even put that into practice myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so, my, so my kids are reminding me that I am the biggest hypocrite I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's always lovely. <laughs> yeah. You can always trust your kids to keep you honest, can't you? I'm telling you, and oh, listen, even I've been writing songs again, and I was really struggling with writing songs because I was writing these love songs and songs for my kids and songs for my community. And, and then I was like feeling so guilty that they weren't really focused on like Jesus. And then God just said, he said, all these songs are about me. Mm-hmm. Everything that's beautiful in your life is about me. Everything that's wonderful is holy. Everything that's true and honest is righteous. Mm. And so we've got to stop taking ourselves so seriously sometimes and just 
just enjoy being alive and knowing we're loved by the king. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so true because we can see his goodness everywhere, but sometimes we try and box it in because we do think we need to sit down for half an hour with our eyes closed and really talk to God when actually he can talk to you through the wind in the trees and things like that. Mm. But we see, we think we have to sit in a certain chair in a certain place with the Bible open and write pages and pages, don't we? It's true. Imagine, like, you know, if your husband or wife sat down and they put the timer on and they said, I'm going to look at you for 30 minutes. You'd both be bored out of your mind. You know, you'd both be watching Coronation Street or something. <laughs> Everything's going on. Their neighbors are home and away. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's so true. true. So true. Nice, nice. Um, Aussie soap references there. Good on you, buddy. Well done. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I grew up on that stuff. Home and away reared me, you know, when I was a child. I love it. Love so, it. so what was it? You mentioned that, yeah, the first couple of weeks were pretty tumultuous for you, like I guess getting your head around the change, and then you said it just changed, you know, like you suddenly were able to enjoy yeah. those moments with your family. Was there something that actually caused that, you know, switch to flick in your brain, or what can you sort of put that down to? Well, the initial uh, tumult came out of the fact that so we were in an arena in Little Rock, Arkansas. We were Toby Mac. We had loaded them, stages set up. We're getting ready for doors. You know, there's 10,000 people coming to the show. It's the first show of a seven-day run. So we're all packed up. We're there, ready to go. And next thing, the governor shut the city, shut the, shut the venues. And so instead of finishing this tour, we all went home the next morning. And psychologically, I wasn't ready. Mm. Because... To do what we do, you get your head in such a place that you're ready to give everything you have to to these people that are coming to these shows. And in a way, you, it's hard to say, you kind of compartmentalize your life. You become like, this is we are messengers, this is what we're called to do, mm. and we're going to block our headspace off for it. And then the next morning, I'm sitting at home changing nappies <laughs> and my kids are screaming at me and I'm like what the heck is this like what's homeschooling mm. what, yeah. what is this <laughs> and uh, and I, I guess I got frustrated and um, my wife got frustrated with me because she saw me off the road and she assumed that I would be just Mr. Proactive 2020 and that wasn't the case um, and then about two weeks in I realized that I was just being a really selfish donkey of a man and so I said sorry to my wife, sorry to the kids. And I, and I started a routine again. I was like, well, I'm going to leave the house for two or three hours each day. Mm. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go be proactive. I'm going to make sure that we're ready for the next season. And when I come home, I'm all in. Whatever you need me to be, I'll be. Mm. That's awesome. So That's it's, awesome. Been, it's been better, you know. That's yeah. great. What a great yeah. perspective. I appreciate your honesty because, I mean, yeah. obviously, so everyone's facing this. I mean, we we're all you know, doing the homeschooling thing and <laughs> you know, facing that, just the uncertainty of, of life. What what does today look like? But I think to be able to, yeah. and I mean, I, I guess, you know, in some respects, because, you know, your song, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, mm. Um, mm. You, you kind of, I guess, ad- admitting that, you're like, I, I wasn't in the place that I needed to be. And so you had to kind of get your head right and, and focus on the important things, eh? Yeah, like I can't be writing songs like that and then never living like that mm. or never been honest at least. So I like if I see one more post on Instagram of someone telling me how awesome it is to be at home all day, every day making almond butter. Dude, I'm so sick of that nonsense. <laughs> like, you know, we we have small group with our, our you know, we we have been having it virtually. We just got back into meetings together. <laughs> you know, 
everyone's talking, they're all on there with their wives, they're all saying how wonderful their life is. And me and Heidi, my wife, because we're brutally honest, we're like, well, we're actually killing each other. <laughs> and and the next day I go and play tennis with one of the boys, you know, and he's telling me, dude, we're killing each other too. And I'm like, why would you not say that on the Zoom meeting? Why are you hanging me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Every, everyone's pretending. We don't need to pretend. If it's messy, it's messy. And mm. if it's wonderful, it's wonderful. But let's quit playing social media charades with our lives. That's yeah. not even a real that's, thing. That's a good yeah. point. You preach it. Yeah. You and I think it. that may well help. I think honesty in those sorts of situations actually helps with your mental health because if you're pretending that everything's all right when it's not, mm. it actually creates this whole you know cycle in your, in your brain that isn't actually healthy at all, is it? Yeah, it, it'll eventually haunt you. And that'll eventually be the thing in the middle of the night when you can't sleep. It's going to catch up with you. Mm-hmm. It's better just to take a real like inventory of who you are, who you really are, what you really feel, and then talk to someone. And me and my wife had a counseling session yesterday. I was driving home in my car, and it was really beautiful. And I got home thinking it was going to be a tense time. And uh, she just hugged me, told me she was sorry, told me she loved me, was ready to let some things go that she had against me. And I was just like, that would never have happened if we weren't able to say hard things. Mm. It's, it's super cool, you know. So good. That's very good. Thank you for being so open and honest with us. Ah, uh, gets me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Well, we uh, we are huge fans, and we um, love what you're doing. And thank you that you are walking through this journey with us too. Uh, and know that, you know, everyone in Australia is sad that you won't be coming down under uh, as soon as you had hoped. Uh, but we will save you or buy new packets because yeah. I need to social distance myself from the <laughs> Tim Tams. But we will buy new packets of Tim Tams to get you down next time. I'm telling you, I'm still coming. Like, there were two things that got cancelled that I was really gutted about. One of them was we were supposed to play Red Rocks in Colorado. Oh, wow. Was like the most famous venue in America. Uh and that got moved, and then the Australian thing, and I was just like, I was super gutted. But we're gonna we're gonna figure it out for twenty twenty one. But in the meantime, I went, we're doing this Connect Conference thing. Yeah. So yeah, so let us know because that's happening in in the next couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's happening know, next week or the week after. I don't know. But so they they asked me what could we do that would be like a concert type thing. And so I did a few songs at home, just acoustic and in my own living room or whatever. But I wanted something more than that. So we took a show from the Denver Coliseum. It was this big arena show we did with Toby Mac. And so we took all the video footage, all the audio. We mixed all that. We mastered all that. We're still doing it right now. So at that Connect conference, if people do sign up to it, they'll be able to watch like a world premiere of a We Are Messengers live show. Something we've never, ever done. Brilliant. We've never done it before. That's awesome. First week of June it is. That's uh, that's happening. The Connect 20... Uh, Summit, mm-hmm. it's called. So summit.mediaarts.org.au is where you can find uh, the details for that. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, I guess, the next best thing, isn't it? You know, it's obviously not – we're not going to be in the building with you guys, but at least to be able to uh, to see uh, your show would be excellent. Yeah, and honestly, like I've watched it and, and I've been involved in the editing process and I thought, oh, this is going to be really lame. But it's it's actually really, really amazing because we, we never intended releasing this footage. And so we weren't doing it for the camera. We were just doing our show. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the closest thing people will get to being at a show. What you can do is you can 
drink lots of tea. <laughs> you can jump around, you can shout, you can cry, you can laugh, you can get home late. You can be disappointed that your babysitter hasn't put your kids to bed. <laughs> It'll be perfect, or just like we went out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love That's it. Brilliant. I love it. That is so good. Oh well, we are very excited to see that. Robbo and I have signed up. Yep, and we're on board uh, with that. we will maybe be jumping around our different houses to do it, and we will get the links to everyone so they can sign up too. That's awesome. Brilliant. I'm sorry again, lads. I'm not going to be down. I mean that. I really am gutted. Oh, we'll well, make it up, y'all. Maybe they will have bought out a new Tim Tam flavour by then and you can come to officially test it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you take care and uh, we will see you next year. Yes, we will. Love you guys. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 